Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I am Giancarlo Herrera. I'm Nick number nine. The one and only TJ. I'm Amanda Facasa. I'm Nick number nine. The Nick number nine twins. Aww. And this week we are talking about the Outer Wilds. Woo! Oh man. (laughs) That song haunts my dreams. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, So this episode was suggested by one of our founding parents on Indiegogo, Alejandro Larcón. So thank you for suggesting this. Thank Uh, you. For those of you who are not aware, this is uh, a space exploration game. We are going to, uh, as usual, steer clear of spoilers pretty much. But all you need to know is that there is a big mystery in this small universe. And the draw of the game is basically to explore at your own free will and try and figure these things out. Uh, and you are on a sort of time limit. You have 22 minutes to figure out whatever you're going to do during your particular turn, I suppose. Yeah, so I, I think the first thing I want to ask is how long everyone's playthroughs were. And or if you found the ending, or an ending at least. Uh, I guess I'll start my playthrough I'm guessing was somewhere between 10 and 15 hours-ish. And I did find what I think is generally regarded as the ending. And of course, other things along the way. My playthrough is a lot less. It's like four to five hours. Oh, Mr. Big Brain over here. Ooh. (laughs) No, that's not... That's me losing interest and taking shortcuts. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Planked and cheated. <laughs> well, shouts out to Mr. John Carlo and uh, my boy Human Bean. Thanks to them. Mostly thanks to them. Uh, if you watch our stream, you can see me enjoy the game for <laughs> a little over 10 hours. And I found an ending. I'm just surprised that it was in there. I came into about... 10 to like 13 hours total. Wow. Cool. This is me making a rough guess, but I want to say I hit around 20 hours, I think. All right. So this game is such a weird thing to talk about because you can have so many vastly different experiences in this game. (laughs) Uh, You can finish the game, quote unquote, without having seen, you know, entire planets You can spend dozens of hours and never reach the actual ending. Like, there's there's a ton to do. Um, And one of the the draws of this game is the physics of it, where it it really does its best to, within reason, approximate a lot of real-world physics. And so the draw, a lot of times, is to get you invested in learning some of these actual rules and how it works. Of course, not exactly 100% accurate because it had to be adapted to a game, but... To get you to understand the rules of the real world and then the rules of particular fictitious things within the game and kind of combine those two. That's the the gameplay loop of the game, if you will. Um, so let's just open with something real simple here. And I guess just how did you enjoy the presentation of the game? How did it look? How did it feel, I guess, world-wise and, and visually? I thought it was very cute. Uh, I like the music. I, I My notes, my first three notes in the game are very cute. 
chill music and looks fine. I wanted to say that the environment I thought was absolutely brilliant. I actually really, really liked it, especially once you started to explore. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I really liked how every single planet was just unique and yeah. very different from the other. Um, and also the music. Yes, I agree. I I really liked it. I don't know what it was about the music, but I just thought it was really well done. And like the moments when you actually heard it or when it did come in, um, like how it is towards the beginning. And then when you're getting closer to the end of that 22 minute cycle, like yeah. the change in tone of it, I'm like, that's just so clever it's genius and like you may not even notice it you might and if you do great if you don't whatever but it's there and when you do it's just i don't know i thought that was a really really nice touch that's actually a a very purposeful design decision for those of you who don't know this is made by a relatively very small team over the course of many years uh, if i'm not mistaken and so one of the draws with this game again because it is literally a whole solar system that you can explore Uh, I agree with Amanda. I think each of the planets is very interesting. Um, Like, my note says looks fine. Because, like, graphically, it's... I don't think it's really going to blow you away. But I think the the thought that they put into the elements that are there surpass the, the actual graphic fidelity of it. And so, one of the things, for example, is... Again, because this is a big exploration thing and they want to have a full solar system, a lot of these planets are relatively small. And one of the ways that they try and encourage exploration properly is through the use of things like music and visual elements and all of that. So a lot of the game is relatively plain, except for where it wants to draw your attention to. And so on certain planets, you'll see something really interesting. And so it's the draw of kind of like in a game like Breath of the Wild, where you see something, and you're like, hey, I'm going to go check that out. What is that? Because there really there are no quest markers. There's nothing. It's just it's purely go explore. So the visually it does that, and it does that with music as well. I, I learned this after the fact watching a little uh, uh, kind of documentary thing they did with some of the creators where music really only kicks in when you're in somewhere with something of interest. So I, I think it did its job very well with that where overall, again, the game is not going to blow you away on traditional terms of like graphic fidelity or anything like that. But I think the elements combine together to make a really compelling world to explore. Yeah, and I was I was gonna say too about the music. I I saved that opening theme um on Spotify on one of my playlists just because it was so before you even open the game, it's so chill and it sets the mood perfectly. It mm-hmm. opens up with like a tiny little planet and there's a campfire on it. And the music's kind of like I don't know. It just it relaxes you and it gives that vibe of like, oh, I want to go out and explore in a chill, relaxing way. And um, I love that. I I, like I wouldn't even play the game sometimes because I'm just sitting there on the opening screen like, oh, I could listen to this song for hours, you know. And um, in terms of graphically how the game's presented, it reminded me of like, you know, an indie style game, which it kind of is. It, It reminded me of that game. The Witness had a similar graphic style it's cute like it does its job fine it's nothing extraordinary but like um it's enjoyable it's fun to look at I mean, it looks cool i very much was walking around I was like yo this game was made in unity and i can tell <laughs> oh my um, <laughs> but uh like it was fine um, it, again it doesn't blow you away visually but like it does its job it's more about the concept i think right like yeah. the concepts of the planets as opposed to the actual 
definitely build i suppose and they put a lot of like little intricate things in there too so you're just like all right this is this is kind of cool like i see what you did there like instead of going to these big grandiose like super well rendered like places it's just these tiny little planets you can walk around and crawl into nooks and crannies and things like that so they did that well and then the music is pretty good and they do a really good job playing with the music and like the volume controls and stuff um it made me personally hate the song at the end of (laughs) the cycle (laughs) one i just don't like the way it sounds in general and then like two it just gets super loud as like a way to be like yo time's up (laughs) impending doom is coming yeah (laughs) so uh hurry up but um like it was very well implemented and then a lot of it they play like a lot of banjos and harmonicas and stuff so it kind of makes you feel like you're in like a country not even like in a wild really it's more like country like bayou but yeah, like a yeah. solar system bayou to your point about the last song i definitely agree with you where just the negative feeling of like every time because it always came at the worst time like the cycle was ending and i was in the middle of like exploring something i'm like no 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 so, so it my brain started to associate it with anxiety and when i got to like my what i'm referring to as like the actual ending i suppose um you're on kind of a time crunch yeah. And when that music started playing, I was in like a party chat with my little brother and literally I had to pause the game to relax my grip on the controller because I was squeezing it so tight that my fingers were hurting like the plastic was creaking. Oh, I wow. was I was messing up I, on top of the fact that I already don't like playing with controllers. I was messing up some like precision inputs I had to do because of the added like just tension I was carrying in me and I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I need a break. Uh, and the music definitely did its job there, I think. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. And the level design, TJ, like you mentioned, is very, very creative and clever. Just on each planet, there's it has its own environmental puzzle that you got to get through and figure out. I think the design there is, is very brilliant. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on next to controls. I'm curious how it felt for all of you. Uh, A lot of this game is, of course, space exploration, and then you spend a good bit on foot as well. As in most games, there's kind of a tutorializing section, which is before you even get up in the air, just to kind of teach you the mechanics of the game, which I thought was pretty good at introducing concepts. But I wonder, how did the game feel to you as a player control-wise? Because I will say that, especially the opening hours, like my first few cycles of the game, I hated it. I thought the movement felt really clunky. I I have a a note that says I hate bridges because I would fall off of them just because I I just didn't have a good grasp on movement in the game. Once I got into space, and it's a little confusing because you're getting used to playing with the physics of the game, but once you get used to it, I thought space exploration was great. Um, But yeah, like on foot, I really did not like the controls for me as a human being or not human, but as an individual running around. Um, <laughs> they grew on me. Eventually, they didn't really matter because also gravity is different on different planets and all that. So your movement changes. Yeah. But if I had to do a lot of like regular movement like I do on the home planet, uh, I probably would have been soured on this game very quick. Yeah. See, those experiences you just described, I had the same exact thing, but in opposite order. At the start of the game... I was like captivated by the controls. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. It's like they're doing real life space things, but not really with Mm -hmm. getting sucked into like the gravitational pull of a planet, things like that. And experiencing them for the first time, even if I died from it, I'm like, this is kind of a neat 
thing that they're introducing here. Um, but after a while, when I just wanted to get to the place that I had already been, or if I was trying to do something over and over and over again, yes. or I just wanted to streamline the main objective, those controls could get very, very frustrating, very yeah. repetitive. And like, it, this might be my fault, but I'd make mistakes sometimes by just yeah. trying to rush things because I didn't want to have to do the same sort of, and I don't know if it's jank or if it's truly, they were trying to emulate a sort of space-like feeling in certain places but um that could get very grueling but i didn't experience that until the second half of my entire playthrough the first half i enjoyed it i don't know if it's because i was using um remote play to stream as well so it was a little bit of a lag i guess they were trying to implement it kind of like more like real life things so like when you jump you hold x and then when you let go he jumps almost like you're prepping in the jump yeah, it is actually uh, meant to kind of simulate the idea of like, yeah, you're exerting force yeah. upon the planet and the planet is pushing back on you and then it's a jump. So I get that. It just felt janky. Okay. At, at least at the beginning on foot. Not so much in space. I'm also not, still not a fan of most of the movement. Um, it had to be explained to me really that how to control the thrusters to move around and like which ones did what. Um, at the very beginning, um, in the very first, like your opening world, you can practice flying a rocket ship, and it's supposed to imply that like this is how you control your ship. And I crashed that rocket ship every time, and to the point where I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just gonna play the game, and I never got better at controlling. I would literally <laughs> jump in the things. I would always like crack in the walls. My spaceship would always. Like, I would land on planets and break something. Sometimes I would just die off that. Um, my last playthrough in the very beginning, somehow I just fell off the top of the bridge before you get to your spaceship and died. And I got a trophy for dying in less than 60 seconds. <laughs> it was just frustrating. Yeah, that's one of the things that uh, this game definitely just throws you out there. And because that is the lure of the game. Again, there really there are no missions. There's no anything. So exploration is a big thing. And... That includes the actual mechanics of the game to an extent. And so, depending on who I'm thinking about recommending this game to, one of the things to definitely consider is, for sure, accessibility. I I don't want to say, like, you need a big brain to play this game or anything like that, because, no, not necessarily, but just there are certain things that are obtuse, and that's by design, but I can definitely see that uh, being very tiresome for certain people. Yeah, they seem to throw accessibility and um, being kind to players out the window in lieu mm. of like the realistic space mechanics, which if yeah. that's what they were going for, fine. But I don't know. I feel like they could have presented it a little bit better. I respect it only because I do think there's not necessarily much game if you keep tutorializing people. Right. Because, yeah, it's just it's meant to be trial and error. I think that's the gameplay loop where they're trying yeah. to hook you. Uh, so I get it, but I also understand the frustrations, and I don't know what a nice middle ground would be to meet people at. Yeah, I don't either. I, I totally see it both ways too. But yeah, you know, I'm not a game designer, so I don't know the solution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like for what it is and what it intended, it accomplished it. It's just the fact that it's not kind enough to. It feels like the players who would enjoy that kind of niche really enjoyed it and it really geared towards them and the players who would come at it more like as a casual aspect or as like a newcomer to it, it was not kind to. Yeah, which also is a little unfortunate because some of the the world building that they do, um, I guess lore-wise, 
is actually very interesting. There's a there's a whole thread that I thought was going to be the main part of the game. I thought I was going to finish the game about five hours in because I made it to this thing that felt like such a big deal. And, and I thought it was going to be the end of the game, but it ended up just being completely optional. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting. And it sucks that uh, I'm sure a lot of people just probably never get to see this. Which, again, is the lure of the game, but also has its, you know, it, it can kind of suck from certain perspectives. And to its credit, like, it's kind of cool. Like, um, with it being indie and, like, how it came out, I like, kind of opened up a door for a lot of indie games that wouldn't really get that kind of shine based sure. on this because there isn't like it's not a traditional game it's not like a common enemy you don't have there's no real like conflict that you have to deal with yeah um you just have one goal to accomplish that you just go through a bunch of steps it's also kind of cool that you could spend 20 hours in a game learning how to beat it but in all reality you legitimately have to beat it in 20 minutes Mm -hmm. yeah that's the thing like that there's so many draws to this game in terms of exploration and story but the controls themselves i think are the biggest disadvantage going for the game because when you told me about the thing that you found i never found it in my playthrough and um i went back i'm like oh wait i want to go look for that why didn't i ever do that and then once i booted up the game to go do that i'm like oh I remember why, because the controls are so frustrating that I don't want to go out of my way to explore (laughs) anymore. Like, does that make sense? Sure. Even though I was captivated by the stuff that was going on in the world, I didn't want to bring myself to do it because it was so frustrating. What I will say for the game, for sure, is that it is absolutely unique in the space. I don't know that I've ever played a game that's anything like this. And one of my notes is just that this has got to be such a ridiculously incredible feat of engineering to simulate you know a full solar system and to have it running essentially at all times and to have all these different variables that are going to change your experience every single time Uh, and also the fact that you can literally zip across the universe without a loading screen is kind of insane especially considering the scale of the studio but that then leads me into the next thing i want to talk about which is performance I'm curious how the game ran for everyone. For context, I played this uh, because it's part of Game Pass on the Xbox One X. Literally the most powerful console that you can buy outside of a PC. And it ran awfully for me. Really bad. I had constant frame drops. And I know that there are certain things, like there are certain areas where I could see, you know, why frame drops would come into play. But like sometimes I would get frame drops... Just like in the starting village, like not, I just, I didn't understand what would cause it. And they were relatively consistent throughout the game. And when I was doing the very last mission, which again took me, it basically took me the whole 22 minutes that you're allotted to like do a cycle. I was about to finish it. I was entering the final section and the game just crashed for me. Something that to date on the Xbox, at least, um, I have not experienced a game crash on the Xbox. Straight up froze, can't pull up a menu, can't do anything. My Xbox was working fine, I could exit and do whatever, but the game was just straight frozen. I had to terminate the exp- uh, the application and open it again. Um, wow. And especially it be- being in that particular crucial mission, it kind of pissed me off. I didn't really necessarily experience any like frame drops per se. You could definitely see on like certain planets where it's just like... Maybe because of the particle system is built itself. You can see like underneath it where there's just gaps. But I think that's just because of, 
I don't know, because of unity itself or mm. just because it's a particle system and it's harder to do. So, like, a big aspect of it is the fact that you can lock on to different planets while you're in space. And there's a system where you can click an autopilot. It can help fly you or things like that. Or you can at least use it to gu- help guide you to a certain planet. And there were times where for a good, like, 10, 15 minutes, I just could not lock on to anything but the sun <laughs> so i'm like trying to click other planets and it just would not leave and i'm just like it's on stream i'm frustrated and it's happened like multiple times where i'm just like click off click off and sometimes that like led me to death at the sun yeah Sh- shut up a minute <laughs> the sun killed us all if we could all admit yeah that. come on <laughs> i died by the sun too many times to count let's not i take that back the only enemy of the game is the sun <laughs> yes your main objective is kill the sun anyone get the hot shot achievement hot shot uh, is that flying the model rocket into the sun or landing on the sun that little station the sun station yeah no i didn't even i like looked at it and i was like yeah i'm not doing it to myself that's probably the most intense the game gets, in my opinion. Every time I spawned, like, I looked up, I saw it, and I was just like, I want to go to this, but I there's refused a, to. So there's a, the achievement is for entering it, not not the normal way, by literally flying to the sun and landing on it. Yeah, that's that's probably the most intense I think the game gets, because I, I, I know Palazzo watched me struggle with that. <laughs> intense <forever>. or frustrating? <laughs> uh, both, because, yeah, the jank controls, um, one thing... Like, I think the thrusters aren't strong enough in this game. Or, I, mean, I guess, you know, the sun has a lot of gravity on it. So, yeah. um, but also, there's a roll control as well. So, there's forward, backwards, up, down, left, right, and then roll the, the ship left and right, kind of. So, mm-hmm. I had to utilize all that at once while landing the ship. Because when you land, uh, if you don't land perfectly, the ship will kind of fall onto its side and then I'll get tossed off because this is orbiting the sun super fast. So it's throwing you at the same time. So just more, I do wish that they had made the controllers easier. Um, They did though, I think make some stuff easier, like with velocity matching. Velocity matching is the single most wonderful thing that you can learn how to use in this game. (laughs) It's your best friend, but I forgot about it quite often. (laughs) Yeah. It was never explained to me what it legitimately did. Like, it's basically was, autopilot. Well, no, I I get it now because it kind of like slows you down and get you know. There's a straight it's, up. It's autopilot. autopilot where it'll control your thrusters and set you to be at the same speed as whatever item you're locked onto. So in practice, since it's orbiting whatever, you and that object are going to be in in lockstep. So you won't be drifting away. You won't be drifting closer. You'll just stay where you are relative to that. All object. it did was like stop me, and I was just like. I don't like this. Well, it, the purpose of it is like, say you're barreling towards the sun. If you quickly match your velocity, it'll slow you down to the point where you're not getting sucked in as quickly or at all. So you can match your level with the sun and go in more slowly. And in, in all fairness to the game, there's a small tutorial for it in the cave on the first world. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get that jetpack tutorial, it's meant to teach you how to fly with a jetpack and match your velocity when you're repairing the stuff inside that cave. Um, but for whatever reason, I forgot about it. I did not learn how to use match velocity in that cave. Uh, in that cave, it was a lot of me zooming past objects and doing like 
5% of a repair and then turning around oh. and zooming back and just yeah. doing it until it was done. But eventually in the game, I figured out what match velocity was and it was Like, wonderful. I kind of got a feel for what it was because I started to use it to land on planets, but I never fully understood it. I was just like, I need this so I don't die. Yeah. yeah. I think, Nick, that's I told you to do that when you are trying to land on the sun station. I'm like, match velocity to slow yourself down so you don't go crashing into it. Um, but in terms of, uh, for me personally, the frame rate issues, I had the exact same thing. Drop frames all the time. Um, it might be because of what you mentioned, John, of like the universe is constantly moving at all times, even if you're not looking at or interacting with certain things. So that might be slowing the game down. I'm not terribly sure. But um, yeah, I experienced those issues a lot. But I, I did also appreciate the fact that planetary-wise, everything on those individual planets seemed to work just fine. And there was no weird glitches or anything for me. For sure, um, yeah. All that stuff worked out. I enjoyed that. Um, other than the frame issues, frame rate issues, everything was fairly smooth for me. No, it, it's a solidly built game. And just for context, I guess for those listening, I'm not a frame rate snob at all. I really don't care as long as it's a consistent experience. For me, it's a problem when, you know, the game is running at whatever frame rate and then suddenly I'm like at three frames a second and I can't see where I'm going for a few seconds and then I have to wait for it to recover, which is what I was experiencing. Like that was the nature of the drop. So it wasn't just like, oh man, my 144 hertz wasn't like, no, it was like a gameplay affecting issue. And that's why it bothered me. And for me, it, this is my big thing with games. I don't really care either if you're at 30 or if you're at 60, as long as, like you said, it's at a consistent working experience. And I think your frame rate needs to be locked if you could do that. If you're like trying to reach levels of 60, but you keep fluctuating between 30 to 40, it's noticeable and it could hurt your experience to the sure. point where I got a headache sometimes. And I never get headaches in games, but it was really throwing me off in certain aspects like just lock the game at at 30 if you're able to do that because that's a much better experience than looking at a whole bunch of different frame rates and dropping down to like you said three or whatever at certain points it's very distracting yeah and it was it was just particularly perplexing i mean i usually try and play games on pc when i can just because i prefer the control scheme uh but it seemed weird that on the one x which again is like as beefy as you can get and i'm not it's not hooked up to a 4K TV. It's hooked up to a little, like, a super rinky-dinky television right now. Uh, it's not pushing crazy graphics. It's not, you know, I didn't do anything. So I just figured if it's not running well here, I doubt uh, anything, you know, but, like, the highest of high-end PCs is really going to make a big difference. I didn't. I, I played on the PC. I didn't really have any issues two or three times there was like a little problem where I just lagged out just a bit but other than that like it was like a five second thing but other than that really nothing and I had a pretty good time <laughs> so I don't I don't know and I'm surprised that you got dizzy Palazzo I always feel like I'm the one that gets dizzy so I'm really proud of myself for not getting dizzy <laughs> i'm shocked like yeah it, it never happens to me in video games this is one of the only ones where i'm like whoa i need to stop for a second because i'm feeling a little nauseous and maybe that's the space controls as a part of it too uh, but maybe i think also part of it was the frame rate because i felt that on the first planet as well as someone who never who never gets dizzy in games uh one of my first notes was zero gravity is cool because during the tutorial section on the home planet, 
And then about right after that, I was like, hmm, I might throw up playing this game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> however, wow. I will say that I never felt it ever again after that, and I think it was purely a matter of me not knowing match velocity. And since that tutorial section is in complete darkness, you're, I was zooming past objects so quick that my brain just couldn't like catch up to what was happening motion-wise. Once I was in the larger solar system, it felt fine. And I, lo I do really love the actual um, the mechanic of exploring space and how it feels to fly around and interact with the different gravity fields and you know maybe try and jump from one planet onto a different celestial body using just your jetpack. Like when your spaceship suddenly gets jetted to the other side of the universe and you go, well, I still got 15 minutes left on this loop. Uh, let's do it. Or every now and then, you know, something catastrophic happens on a planet and suddenly I'm in the middle of space floating on my own and I see my my ship, you know, however many kilometers away and I go, well, if I pick up enough speed, I can reach it. And then you're barreling towards your ship, but your ship is barreling in a different direction because of some gravity field and you're trying to match velocity and like and hook yourself back up into the into the ship. I thought those were some of the coolest and like weirdest moments of tension that I've experienced in games and like not to give anything away, but there is a planet where it requires some unique navigation. That's all I'm going to say, but it's one of the most like tense moments I've had where I was like, Oh my God, this is awesome. This is such a cool experience. So I did enjoy the actual mechanic of exploring space in this game. And it never felt scripted, at least not to me, like everything. <laughs> no, no God, of course not. It, it, all the stuff that would happen on each planet, left me with a very genuine reaction of like oh well, I, I really feel like i'm exploring this thing yeah because you have the ability to go wherever you want there's no there's a specific track to the end but in terms of how you find it there's no specific way you have to do it you could go anywhere you want at any time you want and um planets react differently based on different times or locations you're mm -hmm. at and um uh, I, I feel like this game is kind of in correct me if I'm wrong. This is kind of what no man's sky might've been trying to be when it first came out. It just didn't quite hit those levels, obviously. Yes. Um, and no, to I a will, smaller extent. I definitely will be discussing no man's sky at some point in relation to this game. To, to oh, me, sure, this okay. game tries to, it approaches a sim more so than it does a traditional game. It seems like, okay. Yeah. It's weird because it does have that thread of like narrative, but I think really you're here for the simulation of the solar system. Yeah, and it felt very rewarding too when you figured out how certain aspects of the solar system worked. For sure. Like when you realize, oh, this is how the planet's reacting, uh, you could adjust what you were doing based on what you discovered and get better on the next um, next gameplay session without spoiling anything. But... um. Yeah, I, I, exploration was one of the highlights of this game for sure. It's super cool. I could see this being a game where um, I remember when Sea of Thieves first came out and they had like they introduced the sloops where you could navigate by yourself pretty comfortably. I really enjoyed just playing 20 or 30 minutes in that game, like logging on, doing like a, a quest and then logging off and doing that. And I could see this game certainly being that for some people, like the game that you just constantly come back to, you know, you come home for like an hour, maybe in the middle of your day and you go, you know what? I feel like doing a cycle in the Outer Wilds and just going out and exploring a little bit and then 22 minutes are up and you go, all right, that was enough. I could I could definitely see people enjoying it in that aspect. I think that's going to be me for sure. 
when I when I'm like I don't have that much time, but I have some time to kill. Mm-hmm. Like I'm waiting for a friend to get on since I'm on PlayStation. I'll probably like yeah, sure. I don't have that much time to go into a huge quest, so I'm just gonna open this up for a second, look around. So yeah, I think you're right. Next, I want to lightly touch on narrative to a degree because there's not really like a narrative in this game, but there are there are narrative elements to discover, and there are characters in this game. There are both characters that you actually meet and characters that you come to know without ever actually meeting. Uh, And one of my big questions for all of you was if you felt connected to any of the characters. I know for me personally, I felt, uh, I felt connected in a sense to the characters that you don't, that you don't actually meet, like the the ones that you just kind of learn about as part of the mystery. But as far as the actual, like physical characters in this game that you can interact with, I could care less, except for maybe one of them. And the thing is, like at cer- at a certain point in the game, depending on what route you go in gameplay, it tries to pull on some of those strings, like hoping that you've attached to these characters. And I found it very ineffective. And I'm curious how that landed for the rest of you. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not attached to story or characters, to be honest. Didn't get, it? Didn't get me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I thought it was cool. Like I liked. Some of the characters have like interactions with each other that you never meet. Obviously, you never meet these characters, but you get to see some of their interactions. Mm. Those were fun. I like. I enjoyed those. I I felt an attachment to the the arc in that I was invested in it. But yeah, as far as like the actual characters, yeah. those were fun. I also, never like learned or wondered why they chose to talk to each other in that way. Okay. It's cool like learn about this. I was also was just like why is this here? This is a whole conversation and it's not like a like an audio recording or something. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, in terms of like the characters that you physically meet in the world, I could care less honestly. But just like you, the the characters you don't interact with, the no my, um the I was very invested in their story and just picking up pieces throughout the world of stuff that they've left behind. I was Mm. fascinated by what was going on. It made me want to keep exploring to get more of their story because you could find pieces of it in different orders and uh, you don't might not make total sense of it, but you get enough to where it's like, Oh God, now I got to get over here to get the answer to that question I found on this planet. And um, just how the narrative is presented to the player, I think is one of the most creative waves I've ever seen it in a game how it's not just ham-fisted to you you know you gotta you gotta go look for it and i i thought it was very creative and clever i enjoyed it the messages from those characters almost work as it's it's the closest the game comes to having like someone giving you a side quest yeah and i thought it worked pretty well it definitely got me interested in what was contained within the messages on that note i guess I'm, i'm curious how the arc of your gameplay felt because here's here's kind of what happened for me. The first few hours really didn't like it because of the controls. And then when the game actually opened up into what the game actually is, I started enjoying it a lot, blah, blah whatever. I played for a couple of hours. And then I got to that point that I mentioned earlier that I thought was the ending of the game that turns out is just a completely optional thing. But it feels like such a big deal and it is such a big mystery that I felt so accomplished when I got there and there's this thing that you see when you arrive at this location that I was like, wow, this is really cool. And I thought that from there, that was going to, like, I was going to be able to solve the problem of the game at that location. Turns out, absolutely not, because, again, it's a side thing. And so the problem was that after that point for me, I knew 
everything there was to know for the most part. I understood what was happening. I understood the the big picture way of fixing it. Uh, but then it turns out I just had to go through the tedium of the actual way of fixing it, which the rest of the game was just me being like, okay, let's figure out how to physically accomplish these things as opposed to necessarily having more mysteries unravel. And while there are still mysteries to enjoy while you're accomplishing these tasks, like certain planets, figuring out how to navigate them. Like I know I went to a lot of places that Palazzo, you, you didn't even touch. No, um, no. And I touched them on my journey there and I thought that was super interesting. But especially me like thinking in hindsight and comparing it to the conversations that we've had, if I did not fully explore those planets and figure out those mechanics, like if I just did exactly what you needed to do to end the game, I would have completely lost interest after my like secret discovery that I made. After that point, the only thing that kept me interested was figuring out the mechanics of the unique planets. So I'm curious what what your general experience with gameplay was. Was it consistent? Did you did you have a peak? Did you My gameplay was pretty consistent. Um I started off the game not really enjoying it and I still didn't fully enjoy the game <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, if anything, it just got me angrier and more frustrated. Uh, there was one little cool part where we did on one of the last playthroughs. We figured out how to get to a certain place. And, like, I figured out earlier how the thing worked from accident with, like, some random rock on a different planet. Yeah. And I was because I was just like, I'm, I'm tired of this game playing around. <laughs> and, like, that ultimately led to the ending that I got because once I... I basically was on the path to defeating the game properly. I heard the music towards the end of the cycle. <laughs> yeah. And it was early. And then I was just like, I'm not dealing with this. And so, like, I just I made a decision. And then <laughs> with that decision, it led to a, a separate ending. And I was just like, I'm fine That's with this. Valid. That's valid. It's like, a valid I'm never ending picking too, it up. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I had very weird heights and lows in my experience of playing this game and it fluctuated constantly like at the very beginning i want to say my first five to ten hours i love the game like i said exploring the universe figuring out the different mechanics of the planets and your own spaceship and all that stuff i adored it and getting the narrative and the pieces that i did was super fun but after a while i started to figure out the game i guess in mm. that there uh, and it's drive to deliver the most unique experience possible it also took away a lot of the fun from players like sure. i started to realize oh um the oxygen and fuel levels run out way too fast even if it's realistic it's annoying after you've been playing this for 10 hours and just want to see more of the story um there's one planet you gotta wait i think about seven to eight minutes before you're able to even interact with it which is cool in concept, but it's very, very frustrating when you're just trying to see the story. Granted, there's a mechanic that's put into the game where you could wait for that seven minutes to expire fairly quickly, but if you don't know about it, then it could be frustrating to the Yeah, and you can player. miss that mechanic entirely. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it until I saw Nick do it when I was watching yeah. him. I was like, wait, <laughs> wait, you could just do that? Because um, you don't get it until you interact with a certain character who, in all honesty, you don't ever need to interact with. Oh, is that why? Mm -hmm. No, yeah, that's absolutely why. And there's 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 little things that build up after a while. And after the first 10 hours, I started noticing more and more of them. I'm like, this is one of the most creative, clever, interesting games I've ever played. 
but I'm still not having fun for a lot of it. Sure. Um, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Kind of. I I agree with the. I do understand, and I think I I, I think the game would maybe benefit from having. Yes and no, because it kind of, again, defeats the purpose of the game. But I could see them, like, expanding on this concept and taking a lot of the cool mechanics that they've built and making something that's a little bit more like a free-play mode for people who just want to jet around the solar system and and explore without necessarily engaging with the core premise of the game. To me, the whole thing is a free-play mode. It kind of is, but I I just mean to assuage some of the frustrations where, like, it... It values the realism of the the simulation and the scenario over fun, yeah. whereas maybe some people just want to like goof around on a planet, maybe like with a friend or something, you know, and and something like that is, I I think is a trade off. It depends on what you're looking for in a game, right? Because it's a very chill game. I guess it's too chill for me. Maybe I don't know because I do I do stop and smell the roses, but. It's kind of absurd to me to have people stop and smell the roses on a time limit, and a, there's not a lot of roses. A lot of it of the planet is quite barren, and mm-hmm. looking for the mysteries yeah. takes a lot of time. It, yeah, and and it's by design because of the fact that you're on the time limit. They had to make it so that it wasn't frustrating, unreasonably so, to discover these mysteries. So they. They it was a purposeful design decision to only put detail in areas that mattered, which is why I mean like a lot of the things that some people found fun, so to speak, about the game without not necessarily interesting, but fun to play with mechanically. Like I would love to maybe see that fleshed out in some sort of successor where it's a simulation of a solar system, but that, you know, there is no time limit and there's a there's different things to explore other than the central mystery so that you can still enjoy a lot of the wonderful work that was done on this game but you're a little it's a little more open and there is more stuff for players like you to stop and smell the roses and stuff like that and a lot of repetition i don't want to do the same thing over and over again yeah i don't know if they find that fun yeah especially if you have to do something that it took you with like it was super difficult for you to accomplish in the first mm-hmm. time right and then like as soon as you get it they were like Oh nah, um, you dying? So TJ, try again. The, the <laughs> section that you got stuck on for like two days that I helped you uh, with yesterday oh, with, on the I the sand so area. When yes. I finally got that to work, I almost cried tears of joy. <laughs> I'm so mad because I got it to work the first time and I didn't realize what was going yeah. on. It was at least 15 minutes every single time of me like going, landing, waiting. Knowing what I have to do, but not realizing the exact timing of it and then screwing it up and going back, trying to do it again and then being like, okay, nope, I'm dead. Let's do it again over and over until I was like, oh, wait, hold up. Let me just wait two seconds and then do this. Part of it, too, is this game is kind of like I feel like if anybody but me streamed, it would also be more boring (laughs) because I was killing myself, which was entertaining the people. But, like, a lot of it is just, like, sitting there watching a lot of nothing going on. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Nick, that same thing happened for for me to him, like, explaining to him how the sand planet worked and what he needed to yep. do there. That process, when I was describing to him, he did it in one go, right? That took me three days to figure out and accomplish. Oh, my God. It, it, took, me, it took me one whole day, pretty much, of nonstop playing. Once I and, got it to work, I finished the game within, I want to say, an hour, hour and a half. Oh, my God. The gimmick of the time limit, too... 
it's very, very cool for your first few loops. If you don't know what's happening, you go into sure. the game blind. My first reaction to it, I'm like, whoa, wait, what's going on? I turn around, there's a blinding light next it's, gameplay It's possible to starts. not see the main mystery of the game for yeah. hours. Yeah. I knew what was happening. It's the only thing I knew about the game. I knew the central premise of like what happens at the end of the time loop. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But I did not see it, like actually look at it. Until I want to say maybe two or three hours into the game. Same. Yeah, and it, it's such a cool thing when you first see it. I was just like, why do I keep dying? <laughs> I had no idea. I was going to say, after a while, it starts to really wear on you when you just want to get through what you're doing. You know? I, not to bring Kingdom Hearts into this, but Dream Drop Distance has a similar gameplay mechanic of you're running on a time limit when it runs out. All the progress you've been doing halts. Got to go switch to another character. And it could be very, very frustrating if you just want to get something done. Um, cool in concept, but after a while, it's not player friendly because you got to do a lot of progress over again. I, I agree and I disagree because I, I don't know that I can really fault the game for its central mechanic, especially because since a lot of the game is learning information and that information stays with you because like once you know something, you know something, you know? I found that with the exception of accomplishing the final so to speak, task. There were very few occasions where I was like, wow, I need to go redo that. I did, like, I died a few times and I was like, oh, I didn't quite get to finish that. But I I never felt too tedious in the sense of like, wow, I need to go do this and then go there and then go do this and there's just not enough time in this cycle. No, like, usually if I died, it was because I didn't understand a mechanic or, like, I spent too much time dawdling somewhere else. So usually I could get to it on a second try and I felt okay with that. So I don't know that I personally want to fault it there, but I definitely can see the frustration as well. I had a question for Amanda real quick. You said you liked it a lot, right, Amanda? Those probably weren't my exact words, but sure. Uh, <laughs> sorry, in terms of like the gameplay and stuff, what was your, I guess, what was your favorite thing about it? What drew you to the game? I think we all had similar experiences in the beginning um, where we just hated it and <laughs> um, learned to love it a bit, but... The biggest thing for me, like with any game, like I, as I'm sure you've noticed, I love to just explore. And this game, this game, is it's just an exploration game. Like it really is. It does mm-hmm. ride on that. It rides on you exploring these planets and picking up clues and hints and just reading absolutely everything you come across. And so I don't know that for me, I just whenever I discover something new, I, I, I get really, really excited. And I, I think the game does a really good job job at making you feel like you've accomplished something even if it's like the littlest thing and it actually doesn't yeah. have any effect <laughs> um on the story um like how you guys were talking about how they really don't hold your hand during the game so it is it really depends on what kind of games you like but this game definitely does not hold your hand at all but for me because of that it's weird because I kind of felt more invested because I had to explore so that when I did explore and I did find things like I don't know going through it all and understanding it 
on my own i don't know for me it just i it felt really fulfilling it's your own accomplishment it's not yeah it was really (laughs) it was like i got a lot of satisfaction from it so i don't know i don't know why especially because in the beginning i yes i hated it and i was like i don't want like can i return this like i'm not gonna this is not (sighs) gonna be fun (laughs) once i figured out it was like the smallest thing but like i couldn't figure out the translator i just i don't know why i I was like (laughs) why is it not translating why is it not just doing it and then i was like oh i'm so stupid i have to click a button for it to translate (laughs) i was just i was it was so dumb it was so dumb but what i did and just that discovery alone like i don't know i just got so excited and i just i jumped from every planet as fast as i could in those 22 minutes and i you bet your bottom dollar i pressed that button so many times and i translated so many texts it was great it was great oh i don't know man i don't know but all the points you guys made like i com- i completely understand yes it is it can get easily frustrating easily kind of boring i think it being kind of tricky just i don't know made me more invested in it or made me more i have to get it now you know what i mean yeah yeah no i i, I agree with with your overall sense of like the feel of the game. That's and that's definitely the draw. I think that's why people love it. Yeah. Has anyone here played Spore? Yes. Very similar. When you get to space, uh, you're uncovering mystery and stuff and learning about the universe. And yeah, it's cute. That's all. I just want to say it reminded me of that. Anything else? You can. I don't know. I think you can tell that the game was made with a lot of love. Yes. And I appreciate that. <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah i think john mentioned this earlier if you guys don't know um there's a documentary out for it on youtube go watch that but no clip they they do some really wonderful work yeah th- it was like a student project at first a really big student uh thesis project i want to say just a few people working on it and expanding to a very very big passion project of theirs and it was it's the game's filled with a ton of love you could see that from the documentary and if you play the game you could totally see that too definitely all right, well then, let's get to voting, ladies. In the case of the Outer Wilds, how do we vote? Okay, so here is my my sense of the game. <laughs> I think this studio absolutely deserves your money for the work that they did on this game. That said, you as a consumer, as an individual purchasing a game, a game will always take time and money, or maybe just time if you get it for free, but time and money, generally speaking. I played this game on Game Pass, so it did not cost me anything, which is wonderful. I think this game, for you as a consumer, nothing to do with whether the studio deserves anything. It deserves either your time or your money, not both. And unfortunately, you cannot buy a game and not play it, So, unless you can get it on Game Pass or whatever, something for free, but that's not the point of this. It's should you buy it. To buy it, you need to spend money, and then you need to spend time to play it. And I unfortunately don't think it's worth both. I think if you want a mystery, a game like like Disco Elysium is a much more compelling mystery, and, and the mechanics are better suited for that. And if you want space exploration, I don't think No Man's Sky is a better game. I definitely do not. I think this game has more interesting space exploration and planets. But if you have a buddy 
and all you care about is space exploration in and of itself, you'd probably have more fun jetting around the solar system with someone else in a game like No Man's Sky. So, for me personally, it's going to be uh, you should not buy it, though. Wow. Huh. Holy crap. I'm stunned. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> um, right. So, this is a cute game. It's still a good game. You know I'm going to... That sounds bad already. So, uh, basically... <laughs> it's cute. Basically, I believe that uh, just like music, there uh games, you know, there's all kinds of genres, and there's a genre for everybody. If you have a friend who's like, you know, I've played um, first-person shooters, or he's like, I've, I've tried to get into video games, but I can't really do it, and all they've played is first-person shooters or action games or whatever... You know, maybe they're a puzzle game, maybe they're a mystery game kind of person, or yeah, space exploration, whatever. This might be the game for you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, obviously the game had a lot of work put into it, a lot of love in it. Um, And the price is very reasonable to me, but it's not for me. And so with that in good conscience, I cannot say, I cannot give it the vote to buy. It wasn't for me, I don't think. Um now that I have it, I'm just going to open it up like a, like if I was in a waiting room. I can't because it's not an iPhone or whatever, but I'm going to treat it like the same, like an iPhone app I would open up in a waiting room just looking for something to do. If I'm at home and I have a very few minutes to kill, that, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to open it up and look around. But I don't think it's worth the buy. So Yeah. For um, me, it's just sad yeah. because performance really killed it. Like, it was the final nail in the coffin that I was like, I can't. It, yeah, it reminded me of Spore, and Spore, I can be creative, and there's kind of more progression. And I do, like I said, like I like stopping smelling roses, but I don't think I like my whole game to be just smelling roses. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm kind of, I need more action. I'm a little barbaric like that, I guess. That I need some, ugh, I guess that makes me sound like, you know, I have a short attention span or something. Well, you do, but it's okay. I just... <laughs> probably <laughs> but i just couldn't get into that story the story of the characters but i would yeah land on the planet like this is cute okay now what and there's no quests right it's kind of you do you there's no objective per se you kind of you find the objective like, yeah, you, yeah and so when i first launched into space i was like where do i go see now here's a Here's a fun little thing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking about it all day. I agree with what you guys said about the time money. The thing you said about time money, that was fair. That was a good point. It was a good point. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know. Again, like what Nick said, definitely depends on the kind of games you're into for me though being a pretty genuinely curious person i think from the beginning of the game the lack of information you get piqued my curiosity maybe it was just like the mood i was in (laughs) at the time i don't know i got invested pretty quickly and everything else that i said throughout the podcast i don't know i think i think you should buy it though i think if considering what everyone has said if and maybe even looking up a little bit about the game beforehand to figure out if maybe this is actually a game for you and you're kind of just like i don't know should i get it yes i think you should get it yeah i don't think there's anything else i can say that'll help 
<laughs> I I think I think you should though. I do. But that's just me. I'm uh, not sorry about it, but I'm a little sorry about it. Like I'm just a little sorry about it. <laughs> Don't be sorry. If you enjoyed it, you enjoyed it. Yeah, if you like a game, you like yeah. a game. You're good. Yeah, thanks guys. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. All right, I'm going to pass it over to TJ Barry. Nah, that's going to Nick. What? Oh, it's going to me? <laughs> okay. Oh all right. <laughs> I respect it. So, Amanda's been thinking about this vote all day. I've been thinking about it for weeks. Wow. Weeks I've been grappling with the inner workings of my mind to figure this out. I'll preface it with this game is not for everyone. There was times where the gameplay felt a little clunky and it, I was straight up not having fun in certain areas. It was frustrating. Uh, it could feel like a slog at times. All those things are there. And exploration, it's not always for me. I don't like things like Minecraft or there's no real objective. And you just got to go out and make your own fun. But um, that being said, this is probably the only exploration-driven game with no apparent story that hooked me. The music is hauntingly beautiful. This is the most creative level design I've seen in almost any game. Yeah. The story is there. You just got to find it. And um, th- this team, like, that, they're, they're, I want to see what they do in the future. Like, this, this was a good first project for them, a great first project. And uh, for those reasons, I say it's a buy. All right. <gasps> it's a buy. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So that's a 2 <laughs> 2 split. It, and it comes ah, down. The court is in the other ball now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Barry, what'll it be? Oh, my gosh. So, I will admit, it is a good game. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know that sounds bad. Um, For some college kids who made it, like, my college game wasn't as good as that. Like, it's very well made. I will say that as frustrating as it was on stream um, and however I feel about the game, my roommate who was watching me stream was like, um, maybe I'll pick it mm. up like when you're done playing. Mm. So I was just like, okay. That also being said, there was also one point where I was just like, how about you play and I'll stream next <laughs> to you? Um, but that didn't happen because <laughs> I care so much about you fans. I personally played it on PlayStation 4. I did not have Game Pass. I spent $25 <laughs> on this game. If it was less money or maybe like maybe my experience was a little tainted because I had to stream it and I was like I have to beat it before we judge it, right? That being said, if it was not like no, don't don't buy this game. Uh <laughs> like um it's a good game. If you like exploration, it's great. But for a larger audience of players, like I feel like a lot of people are not going to like this game. I think the developers of this game are great. I think they're going to do amazing things. Um, the game is revolutionary. But at no point should you ever play a game which is meant to captivate you and meant to keep your attention where you're like, this is boring. Yeah. And, and there were times where I was just like, I'm not having fun. Uh, this is boring. Like, even through frustration, like, you can get over that if you can have fun. And there was there was just at no point where I was just like, yo, this game is mad fun to play. And with that being said, I cannot encourage you to spend your hard-earned money on this game. 
but you should play it. Just not if it costs you money. Time or money. <laughs> but not both. Hard truth unlocked. <laughs> oh, man. And with that Science. said, wait, uh, Nick, the specter of death, do you want to give the announcement? In the case of the Outer Wilds, you should not buy it, though. A, no a decent attempt, but alas, a swing and a miss. Slain by Terence Berry. <laughs> Well, watch the stream, though. You might enjoy that. TJ, did you know my vote was a yes? <laughs> he passed that over I, to me. Like... I figured it. I was, like, looking at you. And then, like, when you said earlier, I was like, this will be interesting. <laughs> so it was either going to be a yes or you might have went yes just for the dramaticness oh, okay. of it. I, I figured it. TJ was going to be a no. And I thought Palazzo would be a no as well. But I was like, I think there's more of a chance of Palazzo being a yes than TJ. The number one quote of the stream, and Palazzo mentioned it, was... <laughs> At one point, I was talking to someone, and they were like, yo, you didn't do this. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm streaming this game that I hate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Honestly, it's, this outcome was a little unfortunate for me because I was really looking forward to playing the game, not knowing very much about it. Uh, I'm definitely like kind of a science nerd. Like All of the physics stuff and all of that like in it, just as a, as a game mechanic, I thought was super cool. And there were a lot of things I really liked, but yeah, ultimately performance and uh, the occasional lack of fun factor was just enough. That if there was just more fun in the game, like I like flavor text, I like being able to go out and discover new things. Um, I like narration and like things that you can discover. But at the end of the day, it was just like my the objective was boring. Sure. Um, Space is so freaking space. cool, though. If you guys like space, you'll like this game. Yeah, yeah. That, and yeah, that's man. why it's so, like, heartbreaking, because the space stuff is so cool. I just... Yeah. Something's missing. I don't yeah. know. Um, the game just needs more oomph, and I don't know what that oomph is. It, I'm not... Yeah. But, I'm uh, not mad at the decision. There. It's... There's still hope for the game, because yeah. there's for a sure. lot of people who really do love it. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I understand. And, and it definitely opened, like, a gate for games yeah, like it I, yeah definitely that all the astrophysics it should inspire hopefully like i you they did something for the community yeah so I, i'm not even with like the astrophysics just like in general where like a game where you don't have like straight up it's not like a go beat them up kill this person kind of thing i might be that um, so guy <laughs> <laughs> i might be a barbaric so gamer <laughs> for all you know someone will make a game and you got to go ex like explore ancient greece or something i don't know yeah it's just go find something that's all the yeah. game is it's cool though. Per my personal opinion, if you can give it your time, give it your time. It's worth that. I just don't think it's worth both. But yeah, that is our review of the Outer Wilds. A not buy, but still a, a, a nice experience. I think I'm glad I I had it, despite the fact that I don't know that I'll be touching it again. But I'm not mad that I gave it the time that I did, and and it was a fun experience. And I'm glad that some of you guys enjoyed it as well. And I definitely think that there are aspects here that are unique and w definitely worth praising. Uh, again, I want to give a special thank you to our donor, Alejandro Larcon, for... Thank you. Yeah, I definitely you. never would have even, like, considered playing this game if it wasn't for you, so... Absolutely. I, I've heard about this game, and I've been interested to jump into it, so I'm glad that we got to do it on the show, and I'm glad that we got to share these experiences, so thank you for supporting us, thank you for bringing us this game and for letting us have this experience, but with that out of the way, I guess we'll talk at you next week. Later. Bye. Goodbye. I love all the air <laughs>